Hey guys, it's Alex of Alpha Comics and Games. I'm here to tell you real quick that we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash goblinscrawlers, and by subscribing to it, you can actually unlock some really cool stuff, like Alarian Archives, which is the podcast that is a deep dive into the lore I wrote for QPR, that even that goes off the rails. So if you're interested in that and you want to hear a little bit about the cool stuff you don't get to hear about in the actual podcast, uh, check it out at, again, patreon.com slash goblinscrawlers. What if it was uh, his uncle who thinks he's all that, but he kind of isn't because his name is Pozo? No. <laughs> oh. What about, what about... How about all of you shut up and we play Dungeons and Dragons? I'm pretty sure this is playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. What, what about, what about his abuelita named Rosa? His grandfather who fought in World War II, G.I. Joza. Are you kidding me? First off... If he's gonna be a villain, he's Foza. What if it was a? I swear to God, if you're about to do another Koza joke, I will leap across this table and strangle you with my own two hands. A foot monster named Toza. <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> Out of my way. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. All right, so we destroyed all the magic necklaces that were filled with necrotic energy that were in the stomach of the ogre that we had just killed that had followed us because we had the previous day uh, snuck very stealthily into his lair and abducted his binding child, which then today we found out it's a binding child and we don't know anything about that except that he was interested in the ne the necromancy ne amulets and things. Is that where we're at? And then we got in the cart and kept going. No, we're sounds, in the cart. That's where we're at. Sounds good to me. So it's going to be about a day or two before you're able to start pulling into what feels less like just sort of a very rarely traveled, really kind of, you know, difficult terrain path onto what feels more like a comfortable, well-trodden path that is usually common to areas that are far more populous. Uh, you guys travel down and you can see in the distance, nestled into a comfortable area in, in sort of a valley in the mountains, what look to be farmland and a village. However, the closer that you get, the more it comes into focus that everything has been destroyed. Oh, what a pristine place. Oh, no. It's not that at all. Is it still, like, are there, are there still, like, lines of smoke coming up from anything, or is it just, it, like... It, it's been a couple of days. It's just, like, the Borg scooped up part of this planet, and it's gone. Well, there are still ruins, and there okay. are charred remains, and then there are completely destroyed farmland and all that. You can see, like, what was there and what was destroyed, but it's not still smoking okay. days, days, ladies and is, is there a sign that says, uh, welcome to, and then the name of this place? And then underneath that it says population, and then the numbers have fallen off, so just one zero at the end is there. Uh, that would be hysterical, but no. Maheni just kind of nods as if to tell you all this is where we're trying to get to. Solonar is going to address the kid and be like, um, hey, we probably should have asked this earlier, but are you from Odra? He shakes his head. Okay, well this probably won't be as tragic for you then. The kid kind of looks at Maheni, who shrugs. 
Um, Wait, does he belong to you? <laughs> no. Oh. Also, he's a child. Oh. He belongs to no one. I'm entirely related. You have a lot of the same mannerisms. I will spare you the problem of explaining to me what mannerisms you see between me and this mute child, but no, we are not related. Oh, I was going to say, because he's too cool to talk, and you're most of the time too cool to talk, and you guys are like, yeah, whatever, shrug, chill. We are not related. Oh. So we can't see anybody moving around or anything. It feels relatively deserted. Yes. Bo's going to take his hands to his mouth and just go, hello, and wave his hat around to see if anybody can hear him or see him. Your voice echoes throughout the valley, but there is no response. All right. What's the closest ruin to us right now? Uh, It looks like you can come up on some ruined farmland, Mm -hmm. and if you travel across the destroyed fields, you can get to a farmhouse. All right. I think we ought to head for that farmhouse. It might give us a clue as to what happened here. I mean, we were told likely what happened here. Yeah, but... It would behoove us to, like, do a little bit of investigation. It would behoove Snuffles. Worst comes to worst, we could stay in the ruined farmhouse for the night. <laughs> You're riding underneath the carriage, on, or on, on the cart, the, way, the rest of the way. Is there, so, is there, like, char marks? Is there, is this flame? Okay. There's char marks, there's claw marks. You can see on the, um, the sides of a couple of buildings the shadowed, ashy outlines of what look to be people. Oh, man. Ooh, it's like a Pompeii situation. Do the people's shadows, like, do they look like they're doing anything in particular? Running, screaming, fleeing. Okay. Typical panic stuff. Yeah, this is my least favorite game of charades. (laughs) Standard villager stuff. So now that we're here, what do we want to do? Well, uh, Mahani... I'm going to look through and see if I can find anything or find any survivors. I'll be combing through the ruins. Keep your eyes peeled. Something should still be here. All right. I'm going to set up a command center over there in that farmhouse. All right. You set up command center in the farmhouse. I'm going to go start rooting through ruins. Mohini, where do you want me to search? Stay with Solinar. Okay. Uh, Uh, Alita, stay with Boat. And Johannes, come with me. Okay. What about the kid? The kid should stay with Boat in the farmhouse. I'll take good care of him. I expect you will. I'll see you soon, buddy. Yeah. Come on, Carter. The kid just kind of silently pads behind Boat. Oh, 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 wait, 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 real quick before you go. Here it is. Check, check this out. It's a, you try to get that ball into the cup, but you're not allowed to touch it. You just swing it. I do it all the time when we're on the cart and I don't have anything else to do. The kid looks very excited and takes it from oh, you and, like, smiles and nods. It's great. Okay, okay, uh, ready to go. So it's going to be Mahenny and Johannes, Alita and Boat, and Koza and Solinar. So we're going to start with Koza and Solinar. Man, I'm not going to lie. Having a kid along, I kind of wish that I would brought some of my trophies, you know, from my carnival days. But I didn't see any need for them on the road, you know? <laughs> His stuffed animals, Brandon. <laughs> His stuffed animals. So, um, investigation or perception? So- investigation, perception. Honestly, investigation's probably going to be the easiest. Perception is a different role and will have you notice different things, however. So, Solinar's first inclination would be to use, to, like, sift through some of the ruins. So, more of an investigation type thing mm-hmm. in the, like, town proper. Yes. Um, I got a, a dirty 20 for an investigation. Cool. So you're going to find three things. One is going to be a chunk of quartz the size of your fist. Wow, it's a big chunk of cork. Quartz. You have to get it out of those ruins, though. Quartz. 
really tight in those ruins. Quartz, not cork. Oh, quartz. Um, a painted glass miniature of a tree, miraculously unbroken, and a small painted dwarven toy, which is the figure of a happy little yellow duck with wheels, with a string attached to it so you can cart it around. Oh, this is adorable. I bet the kid would love this. A 17 for investigation? A 17 for investigation. You are also able to find a huge chunk of quartz, this one bigger, roughly the size of, you know, a grown man's foot. You are also able to find a broken pair of spectacles and a small torn piece of paper that while most of it is torn or damaged or burned off, you're able to see something about within the crystal cave. Huge. How big was that court? About the size of a grown man's foot. He's just tracing his foot into his journal. And what did the note say? Something, something inside the crystal cave. I feel like we're about to become in an old Mastodon album, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> it goes, what'd you find? Well, I found this big chunk of uh, quartz. Interesting. So did I. And huh. Solonar holds out his fist size chunk of quartz. What else you got? Well, there was spectacles, but I'm not sure how important these are. They just seem like regular spectacles. They're also broken. And they're broken. But I found this note. I can't quite decipher it. Was the note near the quartz? Mm-hmm. Um, I found it near the quartz I found, but all I can read from it is uh, something inside the crystal cave. Interesting. I wonder if that's got something to do with the quartz. This isn't the first time we found quartz in a weird place. Back when the group was in the brass shrine, there was this room that just had quartz all over the floor. I think Boat picked up that piece. I wonder if we can compare them. Can you help me set up a ritual real quick? Sure. What do you need? uh, I'm going to set up a ritual for detect magic. Mm -hmm. I'm casting it so it's like follows me around. I keep it for 10 minutes as I kind of, I'm going to sort of walk a pattern through the ruins. So as you're wandering around, you don't see any particular item light up. But you are able to see uh, small foot, like small faint outlines of footprints leading out of the city and into the mountains. So I assume you're following me around. Yes. So absolutely. you will probably see that too. That's not a little ominous. I guess once we finish searching the city, we should follow up with this. It seems that way. Take note of what direction those are going. We'll probably want to come back here later with everybody else. All right. Maheni and Johannes. It's me. Do you see anything? Oh, there's um, rocks, rubble, piece of chalk here. I, I think that's quartz. Oh, it's very shiny. I don't know. Let's see if it writes anything. Oh, you're right. It just scratches. Maheni kind of chuckles to herself and shakes her head slowly and starts moving large piles of rubble. Mm. Right. Well, <clears throat> she moves some of the rubble back to where it was. Johannes, maybe you should look over there. And she points more towards like an area of like rubble and f- destroyed sort of farmland and building. Of course. I uh, go over and uh, I just try to do exactly what Maheni did. I'm like, okay, I'm going to push this to the side. You're able to push aside the rubble, but it doesn't look like there is any anything under the rubble, though you are able to find a piece of quartz the size of your index finger. Mm, another piece of chalk. Better hold on to this. I put it in my chalk bag. 
And then I'm supposed to push it back like she did. You you can, yes. Hmm. And then, uh, oh, it looks like there's a little desk here. I wonder, let me pull this drawer. Within the drawer is a quill pen, miraculously, again, not destroyed, and the beginnings of what looked to be a letter. <gasps> a letter. Unfinished. Maybe I should finish it. Let's see what it says. Let me grab the pen. So while I cannot read it verbatim, it basically talks about how there have been negotiations with a nearby priest of a blue dragon that have since gone sour. Uh, this letter is a missive to him that is angry. It It's irate. You can tell through the word choice and just sort of the way that the pen dug into the paper. It discusses how we will not be subject to the experiments any longer. I swear, if you ever, and then it cuts off. Oh, oh, let's see. Lick the tip there. Here's some ink. Come back here again. I will be forced to show you the utmost hospitality and ensure that your stay is a great one because word of mouth is the best way to promote tourism, and build friendships. Love, Odra. Johannes is so wholesome. I love him so much. Good. Now I can mail it. Let me go find, um, I guess our pony's the only pony. That might be the Pony Express here. All right, so you're going to head back to Boat and well, Snuffles? Not before saying, uh, telling, uh, telling, uh, a Massive, uh, that I found this letter. As you walk up to her, she kind of, like, quickly, like, shifts in front of whatever she was dealing with. Hey, Mahasov, I've got this letter. Oh? It got, I finished it so it can be mailed. I see. You should go over to see both then. Okay. Can I roll that perception we talked about earlier? Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you. That'll be good. That's, like, a 24 or something like that. The 24 is going to lead you to see a glint up in the mountains toward the direction, actually in the directions the footprints were traveling. Snipers. The light hits it in such a way that it actually almost arcs a rainbow over Odra. Right before you feel what feels like just a really painful bee sting rip through your shoulder, just... Boat. Yeah. Yeah, you, Alita, and the kid are all in central command. Okay, what do I find in there? The area's been pretty torn up. There are a couple of straw bales that could probably be used as comfortable makeshift beds. Um, There is still a functioning kitchen top, but the larder's been raided and destroyed. It looks like, you know, a lot of the stuff has scattered around the floor and gone bad. There's still a table and a couple of stools, but that's really all that's still standing in this space. There's so many holes in the roof that... If it rains, y'all are screwed. Okay. But for right now, we're, we're good. Right now, you're comfortable. Okay. Does it look like there's any kind of, like, basement area or any other kind of storage rooms that maybe we haven't seen? Not that you can see. You can tell that in the fields there was a silo. There is no longer a silo. Okay. And how close is the nearest building? The nearest building is maybe 500 to 800 feet away. Okay. All right. I know this isn't perfect, but let's just set up here for right now. This is where we told everybody would be. So um, I take my pack and I put it on the table. I get out some rations for myself and the kid. Uh, kid, uh, 
I know you're not much on talking, but uh, I know it's been a long day. So why don't you go ahead and eat some of this down and relax. Get on one of those hay bales. If you need to take a nap or anything, go ahead. The kid excitedly takes the food and nods at you gratefully. <laughs> Alita's going to take off her cloak and put it on one of the hay bales so mm -hmm. that the kid can nap. And if he goes to lay down, I take my hat and I just set it on his head so he can block out some of the some of the sunlight. Um, I turn to Alita. It's like, so what? Uh, what's your read on the kid? I think there's something hidden in him. Sometimes there are things... So, like I said before, dragon priests are good at warding. We're good at keeping spaces sacred. We're good at keeping stuff out. But if something gets in, we don't know what to do, how to deal with it. That's kind of one of the failings, I think, of my order. Or maybe it could just be that I'm really bad at it. I mean, I only learned how to be a priestess from one person. Well, let's not jump to that conclusion just yet, but... For right now, I'm just a little worried about the kid. Clearly, we've got to get him somewhere so somebody can take care of him and try to figure out what's going on with him. But uh, I don't I don't know what to do. I don't either. And it doesn't look like we're going to be hitting civilization for quite a while now. Do you think we should take him with us when we go back to back to Ilaria? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else we're going to do. I don't necessarily trust anybody around here to take care of him. I don't know if Maheni is looking for a child right now. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't feel like, like, well, like we can leave him here. We can't even get any information about where he belongs. I mean, I feel for the kid, and I don't know. There's a part of me that wonders if he might be safer with us. I mean, I think he probably is, rather than trying to fend for himself as some sort of mute urchin. <laughs> We've been running into a lot of urchins lately. Mm -hmm. It's a shame Warren left. We could have sent the kid back home with him. <laughs> he could have been raised in a bakery. That would have been delightful, I mm -hmm. think. But I don't know how Warren... I've never met Warren's husband, but I don't know how I would feel if my husband suddenly came home with a child. I mean, it would be a charitable situation. I'm sure if the guy likes Warren, then he can't be that bad of a guy. He'd probably roll with it. Warren's delightful. It's not hard to like Warren. I didn't say it was hard to like Warren. You're still mad at him about the... I don't want to bring that up. We're talking about this kid's <laughs> welfare. So what do you think our plan should be for exploring the rest of this place? Like, oh, just the whole area? I don't know. Honestly, I don't like any of this place. What time of day is it? It's about midday. All right. I think after some of the others get back and can watch the kid, uh, I'm at least going to go search around for a little bit, see what I can find. Might take, might take one of them with me. You can certainly come if you want, but I didn't know if you wanted to keep an eye on the kid. I'm going to stay with the kid for right now. Whatever's going on with him, I think it's draining him. All right. Well, I'm going to just... It's been a long, long morning already, so I'm just going to sit down over here for a few minutes until the others get back, and then we can all sort of figure out what we're going to do. Also, I will say this. Dragons, when one is eliminated, other dragons will seek to claim the territory. Mm. I don't think we should dawdle here very long. No, but I don't think 30 minutes is going to hurt us. We'll, uh, we can investigate the rest of the town on the way out. Okay. That doesn't sound like a bad plan. Where are we headed after this? I don't... So I think that the next thing that we should do is get on a boat back to Alaria so that we can report to Lord Alden. I mean, I am all ready to get out of this weird tribal desert that we've been roaming around for forever and a day. So I don't think that's a bad idea either. We, came, we got what we came for over here. We did the Brass Temple. I became the champion of a town. We beat a dragon. It's time to go tell our story somewhere else. And maybe we can take this little kid back with us. I think that's a good plan. All right. Well, I'm going to sit down for a few minutes. All right. I'll stay up, and if anybody comes by, I'll... Oh, Johannes. Oh, you! 
How's it going, Alita? Um, fantastic. What I, what you got there? I was looking for a mailbox because I need to mail this letter. I don't think there's going to be functional mail service out here after the whole destruction of the town. Okay, I'll probably just put it in my bag, then I'll mail it later. Where did you find a letter? I was in the ruins. Which, which ruins? Uh, the, right there. Oh, you found a letter? Yeah. Did you read it? Yeah, it was unfinished, so I finished it, so we can mail it. What? Uh, hey, Boat? Yeah? Uh, Johanna, show Boat the letter, please. Right, here you go. Boat takes it and starts reading it. Um, you notice the handwriting drastically changes. Uh-huh. Did Hey, buddy, did you did you write anything on this? You say you finished it? Yes, I did. I was rolling to see if my handwriting's good. It is uh, flawless. I mean, it's, Of course, you were well-bred. But it, it's very clearly not the same handwriting as before, so either this person was crazy or you did this. Oh, yeah, I finished <laughs> it. It was unfinished, and I knew he wanted to mail it, so I just finished it for him. I figured mm-hmm. he wasn't going to come back. So where did you find it? It was in the ruins over there. Yeah, but, like, was it in a desk or... Oh, like, yeah, it was in a desk. I, was, okay. All right, I'll show it to Alita. I don't like the experiment thing. Yeah, that's a little wonky. Um, I feel like this place just got about a thousand times more dangerous than it was before we read this letter. I thought that he was trying to say experience, like coming to the town would be an experience. I don't, I I really, I think you're not picking up on the context clues there. I think you're missing what's, you're not picking up what he's laying down. Oh. There was someone upset about what was happening to the people in this town before the dragon happened. What do you think we should do? Honestly, I think we should get everybody and get out. I think we should go back, let Maheni, drop Maheni back off, and then go down, go back to another port town, not Palabar, and get a ship and go back to Alaria. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But we need to wait on everybody else. Oh my gosh, you got the cup in the ball and into the cup? That's the crazy. Kid is kind of very excited hey, to Johannes, show you. Hey, you Johannes, you want to do something? You want to help out? Yeah. Uh, can you go get the others and bring them back here as fast as you can? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and Johannes climbs up onto a rock and uh, does a, a quick. Uh, the... Oh, everybody, come back! Well, you all hear that. Got him about. That's as quick as I can do it. I Thanks, mean, friend. I mean, we were planning on going back anyway. Yeah, let's go tell them what we found. Yep. Mahani gets back really quick. You, She's kind of wiping her hands off. Well, anything interesting? A lot of quartz. I picked up on that as well. Would you like to tell us what you found? A lot of people. Oof. Um, Boat, you remember in the Brass Shrine? You remember that was, there was that room where there was quartz all over the floor? Was it the Brass Shrine or was it the Brass Temple? Regardless, there was a room that had quartz all over the floor in chunks. I remember. Didn't you grab one of those chunks? I did. Let's compare. And Solinar pulls out the fist-sized quartz that he's got. The quartz that Boat is holding is very, very clear. The quartz that you're holding is much more tinted blue. Interesting. Hmm. Question, when... When Solnar holds up this quartz, does the sun glint off of it in a way that's reminiscent of another glint of light I saw a little bit ago? Yep. Interesting. So, Koza and I were poking around. Um, He had the bright idea to cast a little detect magic. You want to tell him what we found? Well, to start with, I also found a chunk of quartz in these spectacles and within this note that says, um, 
what I can read says inside the crystal cave. Um, but then I casted detect magic, and I could see these this, these auras from uh, footprints. Actually, they're they're heading out to the distance, and if you look out in the distance, way over there, you can just make out this glint of light. It's glinting in the same way as when Solonar held up that quartz. So it seems like there's probably a cave. It's got a lot of quartz in it. Has got something to do with what befell the town. Which, if it was just the one blue dragon that we killed, then there could be stuff up there. Potentially stuff that blue dragons like having. Like huge piles of treasure. I want to get out of here as fast as we can. I'm with the lady on this one. We gotta worry about the welfare of this kid. And there's some sort of experiments and stuff going on around here. We don't really know what the deal is, and I think that means we need to get out of here as fast as we can. But if the if the dragon itself is dead, then whatever experiments were going on... Solinar, I mean, what am I? What is my job? Um, dragon priestess. And what is the thing that you know about most dragons? That they eat people. Try again. That they can, that they have scales and uh, they can fly. Th- third time's the charm. Let me let me try. There's always two: the master and the apprentice. That's frustratingly close to what I'm trying to get at. Yes. Fantastic. That there's a lot of them, except for the metallic ones. There's not so many of those. There's only like one. Was that where you were going? No, Solonar. That's not where I was going. Oh. Dragons have priests. Oh. Oh, I get it. Okay. Well, hold on. We came here because Maheni wanted to come here. Maheni, have you accomplished what you needed to accomplish? I have confirmed the dead. Okay. However, if there is a blue dragon priest, if he was in any way responsible for what happened here, it is my responsibility to the chief of Odra to take him out. Look, I'm just saying six on one is good odds. Who's going to watch the boy? Boy stays with Snuffles. I mean, Snuffles is a capable fighter, but I don't know if she's quite ready to be responsible for a child. Felix can stay with him. I mean, I could stay, but I think that if you're going to go against another dragon priest, you're probably going to want me. This kid's going to be scared to friggin' death. Felix is delightful. He helps me when I have nightmares. There won't be any people around. He's going to be scared. He doesn't know what's going on. She holds up Felix. But he's great for when you're scared. This is very different than just being scared of the dark or something like that. (laughs) Mahani, deputize us. We will be your iron gauntlet of death. You can't be serious. Or can I? I don't think this is a great idea. I don't want... Look, if if the worry is that someone needs to look after the kid, I feel like Alita needs to come with us because, well, she's a dragon priestess. She's going to know the most about what's going on in any sort of situation we find ourselves in. I feel like of the people the most likely to survive if everyone else dies, you're pretty high on that list. Plus, if we die and you escape with the kid and Snuffles, then at least, you know, we're not losing the chief of Karar and the chief of Odra. If I run away with Snuffles after you all die, can I keep Snuffles? We'd all be dead. Who's going to stop you? The question is, will Snuffles allow you to live with her? Snuffles <laughs> will stop her. <laughs> I guess that is the real question is whether or not you can bond with Snuffles. That's not really up to us. I am very fond of the horse. I will wait with the child. 
I don't like this, and I want to be on record that I do not like this. Well, look, we don't have to do this. We it can... is the right thing, and you are correct that someone needs to stay with the child, and while I would recommend it be the dragon priestess, I see the logic in bringing her. I will stay. All right. I would like you all to be a little bit closer than here. Not because I love putting you closer to danger, but because if we need to make a hasty getaway, let's say another blue dragon decides to scope out this territory. I will handle a blue dragon if it comes by. Good lord, woman. I mean, look, the last blue dragon that rolled through, we assume, raised this entire city. I realize the, the short answer to this is that you weren't here at the time, but simultaneously, like... If it's the difference between saving the kid and Snuffles and you doing unholy righteous things to this blue dragon, I don't know. I feel like I feel like save your skin. Maybe I will handle whatever arises. You okay. all go and deal with this. All right. But but you're going to be a little closer, right? In case we need to. I will move closer if it makes you feel that much better. Yes. <clears throat> it's this a plan team. Team plan. I mean, I still don't feel too hot about this. I think we should get out of here. But where are you at on all this, Johannes? Oh, I I feel like anything that might get us closer to where I can mail this letter seems like a good idea. Well, that letter was to the blue dragon priest, right? Oh, I could hand deliver it. You could hand deliver it. Uh, I'm in. What about you, Koza? I would feel profoundly incomplete if we left without finishing this investigation. I feel like we need to know what's going on here. You know what? Like, that's that's speaking to me on a deep level, my friend. All right. <laughs> it would be narratively unsatisfying if we just left. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Koza's really what? saying. You no. Know, Koza is curious about what the hell's going on, and Solinar is right there with him. Let's do this. All right. So... It's going to, the sun is going to start dipping across the horizon by the time you follow the footprints and get to this beautiful blue crystalline cave tucked away in the mountains. It doesn't look entirely natural. It looks constructed, like think Superman Fortress of Solitude kind of deal. Hey, Koza. Yes. You got them super stealth shrooms? Oh, that's a great idea. Everybody gather around. Let's, um... Everybody team huddle. Let's become super stealthy. So again, um, I just, or Koza gestures with a sort of making kind of a dome shape with their hand um, as some of these um, spores come out and I cast uh, Pass Without a Trace. Okay. Um, so there's a, it's like if you were to look at us from outside, it would be appear kind of fuzzy and strange and not like there's people there. Hey, hey, Bo. Mm. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ach. Achu. I didn't know you were allergic to stealth spores. Oh, because they're tight. You jerk. <laughs> <sighs> so, are we going to go inside? That's the idea. Um, so you all are going to go deeper into the crystal cave. You notice the hair on your arms and the back of your neck, and in some cases, for those of you with shorter hair on your head, uh, starts to stand up as if you had rubbed a balloon all over yourself. <laughs> I've got a 27 for stealth. Wait, are you saying there's balloons in this world? No, there are no balloons. 
I said I, I said describing it as you would understand it, not as they would understand it. Um, in the walls, you see arc, you see lightning arcing all throughout the crystal itself, mm. moving and living. Whoa. Despite the fact that the sun is dipping across the horizon and it's dark, the cave itself seems to be lit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I hate that all of you at the same time looked at me with so much joy and whimsy in your eyes. I was, I was totally wrong. We should have come to this place first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got the cool electric rave lights going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I go find the bar, and I'm going to order a um, uh, vodka shots for the party. Nice, nice. Where's the dance floor in this place? Uh, the whole cave is the dance floor. Check out, <laughs> Check out these, these squares. They're, they're these perfect squares that are all lighting up in different patterns. <laughs> what are we in The Sims? <laughs> well, no. As I understand it, that's how Crypt of the Necrodancer works. So, crystalline cave filled yep. with lightning. Yep. Lightning everywhere. You're very stealthed, by the yeah, way. Super stealth. Like, very much stealth. Much sneak. Very stealth. And the deeper you go into the cave, you're noticing that there there aren't any branching paths. This just goes straight into the heart of the mountain itself. Okay. The is heart there, of the mountain. A lot of room around us. Like, is this a yes. big cave? Yes. Was the cave mouth pretty large as well? Yes. So the, the blue dragon was probably mountain. like hanging out. It is likely. Here. The blue dragon would have comfortably and easily fit in here. Cool. 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 So are the walls, are there sort of um, like quartz protrusions and like crystals everywhere or is it smooth? Protrusions. Okay, cool. There are a couple of spaces of the smoother quartz higher up, but it looks more like it's just huge sheets of quartz rather than like it's been carved away. Mm. It's within those smooth spart parts that you're able to see most of the lightning. Oh, oh, Johannes, uh, I take my hand, I put it against the quartz to see if it does the thing with that like little All electric All of ball. your hair stands up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Does it stay hey. standing up? Uh, no, as he removes his hand, it flutters down like... Like it, like what happens with you, Baba, in Spirited Away after she's like whirled all her hair around and it just kind of flops down and it's all crazy. That's what Johannes's hair looks like right now. I feel so awake. I might never sleep again. Let's go forward. Looks uh, it's really lucky that since you're wearing metal that that didn't go south for you. Looks like you've had a bit of a shocking development. I feel like I just had a, a really good idea. We could put helium inside of rubber spherical shaped like balls and then have those become part of parties where you just fly them in a room. That sounds insane. I have, I have no idea where this, any of this is coming from. I touched the wall. It gave me the idea. I'm not touching the wall. Okay, well, let's go forward. As you keep walking, you do hear soft <laughs> sounds. Yo, I'm gonna roll perception. Alright, hard decision time, y'all. Oh, is that Felix? Hey, Felix! It's a 23. Solinar is distancing himself from Johannes as Johannes starts yelling. <laughs> that sounds like baby dragon sounds. Can I tell what direction? Uh, from the direction you guys are heading toward. Okay. This stealth ship is not going down with Johannes' 
fiery yelling. I don't know if you recall that everybody who's within, like Boat and Alita, who are within 30 feet of Koza, are currently pass without a tracens. Right. Yeah. Stolenar is just stealthed out of this plane of existence. Yeah. So it's Johannes that's visible. So I'm going to message to Johannes. Hey, Johannes. Yo. Can you... I, do you like challenges? Uh, well, I... I guess I have found a newfound appreciation since this adventure. Can I challenge you to be very silent? <sighs> like a mouse? The most mouse-like you can be. I can do this. Oh, I'll be so happy if you can do this. This is so delightful. And then he rolls a nat one. And he's like, cheddar, cheddar, cheddar. I want cheese. <laughs> I'm going to roll on if I roll a one. <laughs> Mouse! Did you roll a one? He did. <laughs> <laughs> it's me! Look at my chubby cheeks. <laughs> this is delightful. I can fit so many things in here. Let's Sol go talk to this baby dragon. Solonar's going to slide up behind uh, Boat, Alita, and Koza and be like, um, guys, there's a very real possibility that there are baby blue dragons down here that we may have to, you know, take care of. Alita in order just to takes proceed. her mace. Okay. You were definitely not nearly as on board with this when we were in the brass, whichever it was. I'm very, very much against it, but if it's going to kill Johannes. You know, that's a good point. And after the one bite Felix did on Johannes's foot, like, he should know how dangerous. Small dragons can be. I just, I don't want anything to die, but I would much rather a blue dragon die than Johannes. All right. No matter how very small and cute baby dragons are. Look, you don't, you don't have to do this if you don't want to do this. Alita. I need to do it for the team. Hey, is that you, Felix? How's uh, it going? Little, I'm a mouse. <laughs> it's me, mouse. A little, uh, so a baby blue dragon like bounds up to the source of the noise and goes, and like sits up almost like a bunny on its hind legs, and tilts its head at Johannes. Is that what mouse sounds sound like to Johannes? Look, I can put things in my cheeks. Um, I've got some of these quartz. What do you think? I don't think you should be here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a uh, man in, in, in blue silk and leather robes walks up, holding a large staff in his hand. Hello, I'm Johannes. Did you perchance know the um, blue mage um, person? I have a letter I found in the ruins for you. A person, you're wearing blue robes, so I'm assuming it's for you here. Has this character noticed the rest of the party? Mm -mm. If Solonar wants to get up behind this person, I presume he's going to have to breach the 30 foot round Koza, which means you're probably going to make me roll stealth again. You can talk to me. I'm yeah, I'm distracting Everyone quietly shuffle closer. <laughs> I'm distracting you know, him, uh, but like... not intentionally. Here, look, I found this letter for you. A letter? So, yeah. It, Does it? He reaches out his hand for it. Yeah, here you go. Does Johannes' distraction uh, allow me advantage by chance? I will allow it. Okay, great. The letter is F for failure. <laughs> 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 did you crit fail? Well, on the first roll, I did. And on the second roll, I managed a seven. Oh, I just remembered so I I'm lucky, Solonar, so I could reroll that Solonar, one. like, <laughs> steps just outside of the Pass Without Trace and is like, 
now to make my move and trips over like a huge <laughs> chunk of quartz. <laughs> Kosa's eye twitches a little bit as he watches Solonar step out of the, the veil he's provided the entire party and immediately this, trips. This magnificent veil and immediate failure. The priest turns. Mm, more guests. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, nice, nice lightning walls you got here. I see. So what do I owe the pleasure of this visit? Oh, I was delivering your letter. I see that. Yes. I also see that two people have written it. Well, it was started by one person. I never met him, but it wasn't finished. I knew it wanted to be delivered, so I finished it so I could deliver it to you. So you found it in the village, did you? Well, it was in a desk. Yep, just, uh, just a couple of rogue mail carriers delivering letters unfinished. I'm... I'm gonna no, move. it's finished. I finished it. Right, but I'm that's but that's my point is that we're rogue mail carriers because a normal oh. mail carrier would only mail finished letters, and we're finishing letters and then mailing them because we're because we're vigilantes of the mail system. Fantastic! You have completed your role. You may go now. Okay. So I'm gonna message to Alita and Boat. Stand very close to me. I think, I think we should sneak around. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> I, I don't appreciate you mocking me right now. This seems like a really dangerous situation. It is an incredibly dangerous situation. I'm a mouse. <laughs> I think we'll have the advantage if we can just sneak around. So listen, um, when we were getting in here, it was pretty. It was starting to get pretty dark outside. So I don't. I don't know what the camping situation is like on the mountain, but like it's usually safer to stay in a cave unless unless there's like snakes or. You are welcome to stay oh. in the village below. Oh. Well, there's not really any staying in the village below because it's all like burnt out husks. I'm sure you understand. And there's no space here. But thank you for your service. But, but you look, may go now. But look at all this room you have uh, around so, here. So now we delivered the letter, and, and he obviously is expecting other company because there's plenty of space, and he says there's not any for us. Can I, I roll to see if I can have snuck around? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, think, I think he's just being rude about all this space he has. I, no, I, I, he, even so, it's still his home zone. We came in, we, our only goal was to deliver the letter. You said it yourself. I just feel like we could negotiate something maybe with like, I don't know, maybe we could pay you a few gold for just like a spot on the floor somewhere out of the way. The small baby dragon. I, can I, I, I want to set up a joke. <laughs> But you guys need to, like, slow down. But we're Give so fast. I know. And I'm really disappointed <laughs> that I'm running out of chances to fit this joke in. <laughs> Johannes just said that he's expecting other guests, which would be a perfect moment for me to jump out. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. No, it's good. I can work this out. Yeah, yeah. We can, we, can, we can keep going and still make this happen. Yeah, what was the last thing you said? I just you think, said a couple gold pieces. I just think he's being very rude about the space he has, and I feel like we could negotiate something where, like, I give you a few gold pieces and we just find a spot on the floor out of the way. I mean, this cave is going to be well protected from the elements. I feel like that's very reasonable. I think that you probably uh, were expecting other quests. Uh, I mean, guests. And at, at that moment... Um, Oh, I cast Shillelagh on my uh, staff. It sort of glows with that magical magical organ, and I dismiss um, the um, veil of spores that has been hiding the party. 
And did no one but me hear aura. magical organ? He yeah. said organ, unfortunately. He <laughs> didn't say aura. Aura again. Aura again. Aurora. Okay, should I retake? No, as, no, you're crushing it. With as it. the only person sitting behind beside him, I think I pick up on like the little the little vocal nuances a little better. And as he else. whispers tenderly in your ear. Oh yes. And not into the microphone. And not into the microphone. <laughs> Yo, I'm realizing yeah. I don't actually have a one-liner. So don't whisper across, Josh. We need to workshop some one-liners real quick. <laughs> Just to be like, "Hello, I am Koza, a human variant." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So was I, your flag up because the mail is being delivered. I dismiss this magical aura and swing my quarterstaff down and, and say, the other guests have arrived! That's going to be a um, 18 to hit. That's a hit. Alright. And meanwhile Boat is still in like half sticking <laughs> position. He's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> and that's going to be uh, 8 damage. 8 damage? Yeah. Alright, not to the bad. Noggin. Just a big Mushroomy staff of magical damage to the noggin. All right, everybody roll initiative. But wait, I thought we were just delivering a ladder. <laughs> the order is going to go Johannes, Solinar, Boat, Koza, the Mysterious Priest, and Alita. Johannes, you're first. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. All I know is that I was supposed to deliver you that letter. That letter has been delivered. I don't. Uh, sir. Who are you, really? I'm Serge, priest of Azraelius. Oh. I'm, I'm Johannes. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm gonna... I don't know what's going on. What's going on, team? You Is will a- pay for this insolence, and he slams his staff down, and the entire room arcs lightning into his staff. Is he, um, by chance, a lieutenant of the Blue Dragon Army? He is not a lieutenant of the Blue Dragon Army. Is he, by chance, a uh, decommissioned line of sodas? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, S-E-R-G-E, not S-U-R-G-E. So he's been hanging out with Lena and Kid and... I I regret having you start (laughs) Chrono Cross immediately before this this encounter, yes. Okay, so a lightning arcs into his staff. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to just, uh, you know, as a mouse, I, I don't use weapons, but I'm going to tackle you. Okay, roll to tackle. What a terrible decision this is. Oh, I definitely tackle him. Okay. Does that do damage or just knock him prone? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say I'm doing a form tackle, nice grapple like a mouse would do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, he's He's knocked prone and grappled. I don't know what's going on here, but I feel like it has to do with you. And since I'm a mouse, I'm going to keep you in this mouse hold. This is called a mouse trap. <laughs> Solinar. Well, I guess that means I have advantage. It does indeed. Just don't stab Johannes. With attention, Solinar draws back and he says, I'd like to shank you for your hospitality. No. No. <laughs> 24. Hit. What do you mean, no? Of course. What What else would I do? Uh, oh my gosh. 
uh, 17 <laughs> piercing damage. Good Solonar, blessed God. Solonar just like does a quick like flourish as he's saying, I'd like to shank you for your hospitality. <laughs> and then just stabs it right into the priest's side. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was really expecting this to be a difficult encounter because of how powerful this dude is. But is given it? that Boat's coming up next and you guys are rolling really well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Say cheese, sucker. <laughs> yeah, that hits. I like how you got. Can you guys tell me what you get at least? I rolled a seventeen, on, yeah. and so like yes, I'm that's a hit. I okay. just, I just, I want to be told twenty-two. Yeah, I've, to hit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mine I thought you a, meant damage for a minute, no. and I'm like, you uh, punch him into atoms. Mine was, mine was a twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. All right. My damage wasn't so hot because uh, that's a six. So boat comes with his great axe, cleaves it down onto the guy, and then transferring the momentum from swinging his arm in that sort of Pete Townsend windmill. <laughs> he then like locks that thing into the ground, and then he does a forward bicycle kick for his unarmed attack and tries to bring his leg down on the guy's throat. Okay. Uh, 21. Or no, wait, that's just a, that's just a raw 16. Sorry. Uh, 16 is still going to hit. Fantastic. Uh, for another five damage. For another five damage? Yeah. All right, Koza, you're up. <laughs> Real quick, how is the baby dragon reacting? The baby dragon has fled. Okay. Um, this is for the best. So I'm kind of realizing maybe we should have talked first about if we we're actually going to kill this person or just try to subdue him. So just for now, and he, uh, Koza again, kind of waves his arms to sort of that, so that the uh, some spores are float out of the pouch, and he kind of does a gesture across his eyes, and these spores uh, uh, sort of fly towards uh, Serge's eyes, and he's going to try to blind him. He needs a, to do a wisdom saving throw. Sorry, no, no, um, a constitution saving throw. Does a 17 beat it? Yes, a 17 beats it. I love yes. that you are so ineffective with this blinding <laughs> uh, for no fault of your own, just the luck of the dice. I, I kind of want Koza to continue to try to blind things forever. I think it's because blinding hasn't worked for his character so far. Oh. I'm going to cry. <laughs> You're mean. So now it's his turn. Oh, this is bad. Uh, I'm going to need everyone to roll dexterity saving throws. Hey, I'm good at that. Dirty 20. 17. Uh, 18. Six. <laughs> that makes sense. You know? Johannes is under him. That's why we've all been able to hit him so easy. Uh, so Johannes is going to take eight damage, and the rest of you are going to take half that. So what happens is while he's grappled, he's able to raise his staff just a little bit and slam it on the ground, causing the lightning within the walls to arc outside of the walls themselves and start shooting down at random spots the way, you know, lightning does. Um, they arc from place to place and are now wildly flinging themselves about the room, uh, causing a hazard for the rest of this probably very short fight. No, 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 no. All right. Am I still grappled onto him? Yeah. No. Oh. That's why he got electrocuted. Um, <laughs> Alita missed, so it's Johannes again. Ah, I'm a mouse. I'm going to bite you. <laughs> Are you going to bite him? <laughs> <laughs> this is delightful. How does, uh, I, I mean, it's an 18 raw That's a hit. dice roll. Uh, do a d4, I guess? Yeah. And your strength modifier. Quick question. Is this uh, non-lethal biting? 
Uh, yeah, I, I, mm, I think a, a mouse always goes to kill, so I'm going <laughs> to go for... <laughs> All right, how much damage? Four. <laughs> you want to narrate killing this guy? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you have exactly four HP left. <laughs> Giannis just bites where the neck meets the shoulder and just blood starts spraying everywhere. He's like, ah, mouse. Ah. <laughs> Oh my god. Stupid. This is horrifying. Oh my blessed dragon gods. Johannes, why why with the teeth, man? I am a mouse. That was the challenge. Oh. Oh, I see where we've gone horribly wrong here. So I I might have mess- sent him a message to act like a mouse, but it kind of backfired. Is that why he started yelling about being a mouse? I just I, thought he was going insane. I really thought it was a good idea at the time. I didn't think it could go so wrong. Look I, here, buddy. You can't close your house off to a mouse, especially not a house mouse. Oh, that's delightful. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's just sort of bleeding out. I assumed that this was going to be just another example of Johannes's tragically very sad childhood. So should we try to... To keep this person from dying, because they seem to just be bleeding out right now, and we maybe should have asked them some questions first. Oh yeah, I got that. I can keep him from dying. I just wanted to deliver a letter this whole time. Alita seemed like she was going to attack, and that made me feel like he was probably bad. Let me put this on him. There we go. Just check are you, first. Are you sparing she- the dying? I don't have spare the dying, but I have, you know, lay on hands and cure wounds, so... That doesn't work after they've already died. Oh, is he dead? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know how effective of a mouse I was. <laughs> you were a very <laughs> effective mouse. Oh, yeah, well, no, he's gone. Guys, I just want to point out that Snuffles T-Pony has killed men with her hooves, and Johannes <laughs> bit a man to death. <laughs> Y'all are savages. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We go back to uh, y- y'all blew a hole in these people's boat. It's not y'all are savages. Johannes is savage. And I'm more of a of a monster. Cheese. All right, guys. So <laughs> as you all contemplate this life you just took. No, Johann- he's gone. I'm yeah, sorry. I tried. You hear outside the beating of leathery wings and the cheers of a war party. I told you we should have just left. Somebody <laughs> should stop beating those leather wings. Let's go deeper into this hole. Oh, no. That's not deeper in the cave. That's back outside in the town. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're just going to go deeper in the cave to let's, get... Let's flee deeper into this hole. Let's leave Manny and the child to die. Wait, no. We said closer, not on the mouth of the cave. Did they come to the mouth of the cave? Oh, no. The sounds you're hearing are in the town. Right, so they would have been hiding somewhere between the town and the cave. Right. In a nice hidey hole. Right. Like a, sort of out of the way and out of sight. Like no, a they were in the command center. center. Is that where we decided to yeah. leave them? Because I thought I thought we had yeah. a whole conversation I, about Maheni coming closer because like, that would make Solinar feel better. I'm like 90% sure that we did not leave them in the town, but had them come, like, be You never confirmed where you did, where you put her. They're, you at said, the, they're at the foot of the mountain. You convinced her to come closer. Yeah. yeah. She came to the foot of the mountain. We went up, to, just in case we need to make a speedy getaway, you said. Right, exactly. Yeah, so she's right outside the, at the oh, foot of the mountain. Oh, hell. So she's yeah. probably visible then. Right. And with snuffles well, in the cart. You know, my first instinct is to run deeper into this cave, but <laughs> if, if Mahenny and Snuffles and the kid are all what they are hooting and hollering about out there, then I'm um, feeling kind of responsible about that. Let's go see what's going on. 
Oh, I'm gonna put on these robes. Is it blue? And I'm gonna see if I can convince people that I was the one who could receive this letter. Uh, the, the robes are covered in blood, just so you know. Uh, so is my face. Jeez. <laughs> Solonar is going to full sprint back out of the cave. Oh, and I'm gonna, gonna grab the staff if I'm gonna that. be convincing. Does he have rings? He does. Oh, let me put these on. You wanna put on his diadem too? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful. I'm, all right. I've completed, has lightning powers now. Yes. <laughs> completed my transformation from mouse to homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> so you all run. I'm assuming you're all running out of the cave collectively. Uh, I don't think running. I think cautiously approaching the mouth of the cave, keeping an eye out for, for Koza. Solinar is at a full blitz for sure until he gets close to the mouth of the cave, at which point he will drop into stealth. Do you need me to dex for that? I will not because this is going to take just a couple minutes, okay. a couple seconds. Honestly. Do these brass robes operate the same as the blue, the, or do the blue robes operate the same as the brass robes where they shrink to my size? They do not. Oh, okay. Well, I got cape. It goes on for a little while. What's with this lame normal fabric people are using to make robes out of? So as you guys reach the mouth of the cave and you look out, you see a war party of orcs astride wyverns. One on top of a particularly decorated wyvern, its wings painted with gold, lands down and approaches a figure in blue. From the distance, you can tell it's Maheni. Hello, I am Johannes, and you're adventuring with me on Quid Pro Roll. You go straight to hell with that cliffhanger ending. <laughs> No, we're on the cliff. We're not hanging. Uh, the cliff's standing in.